Hi, I'm Caitlin. And I'm Stephanie. And this is our podcast, Able, a podcast that sets out to honor and explore the diversity of abilities we experience as human persons. Freeing ourselves from the stigma that chronic pain or illness takes us away from ourselves, Able Podcast offers some personal stories, sharing of resources, interviews with experts, and more to help us explore the beauty of the continuum of abilities that exists in this world. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the ABLE Podcast. Thanks so much for being here. Caitlin here. I am joined today with just me and my cat, Lily, who is very insistent upon getting a treat from me. Um, but I have told her she must wait until this recording is done. Um, Steph is still in recovery mode from her surgery. She's doing well overall and really excited and missing her a lot and can't wait to have her back with us. Um, for now, I wanted to, in this solo episode, really talk about something that's been coming up top of mind for me and maybe for you too, um, and it's a little variation from a typical episode. So my profession is a health coach. I work um, with 10 people every day, more or less, give or take, on reaching their health and wellness goals and prioritizing in their lives and making those habits that feel good to them to reach their overall big why. Um, you know, but I don't always practice what I preach. And so I am looking and staring into the mirror and saying, something's got to change because I am in a period of feeling like I've kind of taken on a little too much as I was kind of rebuilding my life post-surgery. I really wanted to be very intentional about the ways I added things to my plate. Um, but much like with a delicious Golden Corral buffet, um, you can find yourself putting, you know, two rolls, of two scoops of mac and cheese, you know, maybe like the sweet corn. I feel like that was something I really liked. And then your eyes are too big for your stomach. Or you just, yeah, like eat it all and then you feel uncomfortable. Anyway, I'm in Golden Corral buffet mode right now. And that's kind of how I'm feeling. I've taken on a little too much. And in honor of <clears throat> airy season, the end of the astrological year is upon us. We are in Pisces season with Lunar New Year having just passed with um, spring equinox upon us, right? We are really in this period of the spring cleaning, at least in the Northern Hemisphere, right? Um, kind of coming out of hibernation and maybe you too are in a place where you'd like to reset some things. You know, I really appreciate and honor that we can do that really at any time. Um, but perhaps it's just this unseasonably warm uh, 73 degree day we have had here in North Carolina and also just you know envisioning really as we're settling into 2024 as we're settling into um, maybe these past few months what are some things that for us are really serving us and we're so happy to have and continue to have and what are some things that we really want to shed as we embark um, forward in our lives and so today I'm going to introduce two frameworks that I use a lot with the people I work with and can be helpful in really number one, helping you identify dimensions of your own wellness and maybe where you could use some extra TLC, where you're feeling like you're really full and, and enriched in an area. And then one that's really focused on priorities. Um, 
both of these frameworks are pretty common in this space. So it may be this is something uh, that you've heard of or worked on, maybe not. But either way, I'd invite you as I go through the frameworks, I'll, I'll describe them step by step. And if it resonates with you, please feel free to kind of press play and, and press pause. As you go through this, you can do this practice here with me. Um, I am going to just tell you right now, all you need is a piece of paper and a pen, you or a pencil. I mean, this is or a Sharpie, you know, or a dry erase marker, literally, or a piece of charcoal. It doesn't matter what you have, or if you're Steph, a beautiful set of watercolor paints. You can literally use anything, just a writing utensil and something to write on. You can even carve this into your wall if you want, you know, up to you. You do you. Um, but we're going to start out with talking about the wellness wheel. Um, this is something that I really love because sometimes we can be in a space where maybe we're not fully cognizant of um, if we're feeling down somewhere or we feel like we're maybe lacking and we're really just trying to put our finger on like, hmm, what is that for me? For me personally and the people that I've worked with, the wellness wheel can be a really great tool to get you there. So what we're going to do to start the wellness wheel is just draw a circle on your piece of paper. It does not have to be perfect. Mine often end up looking like a, a running track. Um, and we're going to divide it up into eight pieces. So you can just do two X's through it to get those eight pieces. Once again, the they do not need to be equal in size. It is just to section them off. Um, so when you do that, you know, know that each of these eight pieces of the pie is going to really be or piece of the wheel whatever you'd like to say is going to be representative of one component of your life there's different versions of the wellness wheel um, I like to use a, the eight part version there's some that are six parts so um, know that you can you can kind of flex this to this practice as you find what feels most resonant today we're going to do the eight piece wheel and in each of these categories I'm going to put a pause in between each of the words that I say uh, so that you can pause if you need to to write this. Um, the first is emotional. Just write emotional in that in that piece. The second is occupational. Next, intellectual. Next is environmental. Then financial, social, physical, and spiritual. All right, lovely. And now you have these eight different categories. I'm going to go through and give you some um, ideas of what this could look like for you in your life. Okay. And as I go through each section, you know, know that this, there can be a lot of different ways this can look. So take whatever resonates, throw away the rest, add in your own unique spin. Um, and I'm also going to let you know right now, as you're thinking about this and going through this, you're going to be ranking your satisfaction, your current satisfaction with how it shows up in your life on, from a scale of one to 10. Okay. So as I'm sharing, maybe you you can think of some numbers that you have in mind. So I'll go ahead and I'll start with the, um, the emotional component. 
So this might be stress management. It might be how you're experiencing love, joy, hopefulness, um, resilience in your life. It could be up and downs with mood swings um, that that may be occurring in your life, right? And for those um, able listeners who are living with chronic illness, chronic pain, this could have to do with how your symptoms are affecting your emotional well-being um, and we know that in in many ways, shape, or forms, our emotional component and the way that we are able to come forth and confront um, what we're dealing with is so vital and important. So really giving some special thought to what that, that looks like for you in the emotional component. Moving on to the occupational piece, right? This could be um, how you're doing in your career, how satisfied you are with your job continuing education, um, training that you're getting. Um, are you fulfilling your interests? Are your abilities being utilized and celebrated? Are you getting the guidance and the mentorship that you really require? And also if you're someone who needs, um, any sort of accommodations at work or any sort of support, whether that's, um, you know, due to any kind of diagnosis that you might have or any kind of agreement that you've made with your employer, are those being honored? Do you feel like you are able to function um, as a professional to the best of your ability in the workplace? Moving on to intellectual, right? This could look like uh, time management, um, sparking interest in, it could be researching more along the lines of maybe it's something to do with a diagnosis or symptoms you have or forming a part of a really insightful group of people that are helping you with that. Maybe this has to do around um, imagination, prepping for a certification, uh, test taking. Uh, it could even be like doing making wordle every day or it could even be you know my mom celebrated her 500th straight day of wordle yesterday um it could be hitting up you know games on your phone or memory or just um any reading a book um anything that's really giving you that spark then looking at environmental, this can really be anything that's resonating with you as far as your outside of yourself environment. So that can be your home, your neighborhood, your community, your city, your country. It can be civic engagement and of course the world. It can be political awareness, um, qual air quality, um, temperature, the ability to access healthy foods the of the resources that are available to you and the services that are available to you um how are you able to express yourself and be yourself in your environment how are you able to show up in your environment and does your environment also show up for you um all of that can be a part of it community service volunteering organizations you might be a part of those can all be included in sort of that um external piece of the puzzle as well um, which can also kind of cross over into some other categories too, right? The, the, none of these areas live in a vacuum necessarily. So you may find a little bit of crossover. Um, the next one, you know, is financial. So thinking about expenses, I automatically, when I see this one, I think about medical bills. I think about um, 
interventions and how much those cost, my insurance premiums. Um, and, you know, maybe it's also looking like financial literacy to you. It could be um, learning more about investing. It could be budgeting. It could be um, receiving compensation that helps you afford your housing and your food and live the life that you need to live. Um, so that can look like many different things, right? Whether that's about knowledge, budgeting, the actual flow of money, the using of money, etc. Then we have that social piece. This could be anything, right? Anything social. Family, friends, the random people that you talk to when you play video games, um, organizations that you're a part of, your your book club, your um, going to parties. It could look like your um, Facebook group that's really niche and focused on maybe um, an experience or something that you share with other people. What are those what's that social component like for you and and how are you feeling as far as your satisfaction with it um next we have physical this can look like you know what are what's your energy level like um your exertion versus the restoration of your energy um your current level of fitness whatever that looks like to you right um whatever that can be in your life. It could be around what you do recreationally, your nutrition, your quality of sleep, your ability to exist in a relaxing or a relaxed state versus a stress state. Um, you know, maybe it's just noticing uh, whether that's pain, discomfort, um, feeling really good and strong. What's that like for you? And then finally is spiritual, which is really focused on um, what whatever that means for you could be, you know, your connection to a faith tradition. It could be your connection to um, oneness consciousness. It could be your connection to values and ethics. Um, it could be your connection to family tradition, uh, intuition, your character, your life fulfillment, um, your recognition of um, how you like to practice spirituality and what that looks like for you. So as I've shared this, perhaps very long-windedly, but anyway, thinking about how you've ranked these, okay, on a scale of one to ten. Now we're going to draw a line on each piece of the pie, the closer to the center, the lower the number. So let's say you put a two for one section. You're going to draw a line pretty close to the very center. Let's say you put a 10 for something. You're going to draw a line right close to the outside boundary. So each section of your pie is going to have a line through it. Okay. And when you complete this, you're going to have what looks like a wheel. Now, I have never seen a perfectly round wheel um, in, in, in my days. Uh, I'm not saying it's not possible, but it could be that you find that as you've looked at these eight dimensions, that there are areas that are unequal. You might have some areas much closer to the center than to others. And as you observe this, as you observe what these lines combined look like to have your wheel, mine currently literally looks like a firework because some are very low and some are very high. Thinking about what you notice about this, 
and maybe asking yourself, what is it that I need to feel more satisfied in XYZ? That may feel very broad. A few follow-ups that might feel helpful. When in the past have I felt more satisfied? What was I doing? And this is for each section, right? So it might be, what in the past have I done to feel really fulfilled spiritually? What might that look like for me now, even if it's not possible to have it exist in the exact same way? How might I bring a small nugget of that into my reality now? And how important for me is it to make this change? Um, It may be that you look at this and you say, well, right now I don't have the time or capacity and um, I'm not ready to make that change or it's not important to. Um, So that might be something you revisit at a later time. It may be that you looked at those lower numbers and you said, wow, I really want a change here. So what's your readiness to to do that? And, And how can you make that happen, right? Some of the ways you might think about how it can happen is, Who in your life can support you in this, right? Can you have a close friend? Can you have your Stephanie to Caitlin um, person that can hold you accountable? It can be virtual. It can be a, a friend, a family member. It could just be, there's a lot of accountability groups that exist too. Um, and you know, maybe what, what do you need? What resources do you need? How can you back yourself up to make this happen? Um, maybe it's that it would really feel good for you in the physical part. You're like, I need, um, I need to buy fruit to, this is, I'm taking this literally from a call I had today with someone. I need to buy fruit to flavor my water so that I'll drink more water so that I won't feel so dehydrated and fatigued and tired and constipated. But I struggle to have fresh fruit in the house. So we said, why don't you just get frozen fruit, use it like an ice cube, then it'll melt and infuse the water with flavor. Maybe it's something like that, right? Maybe it's that you need to buy something. Maybe it's just that you need to have something prepped for yourself. Um, For me, like when I think about the spiritual space, I used to write every morning and then I just stopped. And I noticed my mental health really suffered because of not writing. I lost my creative edge um, and I I felt myself like creatively constipated um, to go off of the constipation riff from last uh, thing I mentioned. So what I did was I just started leaving my notebook open with a pen in it uh, right by my bed. And just even seeing that visual cue was helpful, right? So it could look like that. And on those areas where you're seeing that it's, you have like this amazing strength, you're noticing those numbers are higher. What strengths are you bringing? What alignment do you have within yourself that's bringing you this great satisfaction? Maybe that can apply to other parts of your life too, so for example, if your intellectual space, you're like, wow, I, yeah, I'm feeling very satisfied intellectually. I just did this professional development. Maybe you can look at your occupational and say, maybe I could be doing more. Um, well, I guess that doesn't really work because if it was a professional, well, maybe you have a job at that you can't apply that professional development to. But anyway, 
something like that, right? How could I apply that strength? And I'm feeling very intellectually stimulated by what I'm reading and what I'm doing. Maybe it's that you want to look for a job that pivots more to what you're really interested in. Um, or maybe it's that you want to ask about getting some professional development or mentorship that'll make you feel more intellectually um, stimulated and, and grow your occupational number as well. So those are some of the questions that can really help you. And I want to really focus on um, you recognizing your many strengths because you have so many strengths. You are a powerful and strong person. It is a matter of seeing this all displayed, acknowledging where there are some points that might feel limiting or difficult. And where can you harness your strengths and harvest your strengths to apply to continue to be working towards the things that you feel ready to shift, you feel confident about shifting, and you feel supported um, in shifting, whether that's support within yourself or from elsewhere. Um, so that is the wellness wheel. I hope that felt like a in a helpful practice, a reflective practice, and whatever answers you came up with, um, know that you can always revisit this. You can do this as often as feels appropriate to continue to check in with yourself. You are the expert in your own life. This is simply a tool in your toolkit to help you remember that sovereignty. And next, I will explain the stones, pebbles, and sand. Now, this is uh, much more straightforward, but this one can be helpful for priorities. So now that you've thought about these dimensions in your life, you can, of course, you don't have to do these in any certain order. But um, when we think about stones, pebbles, and sand, I often like to draw a mason jar. <laughs> you do not need to draw a mason jar. Um, but you can, you can just create um, on a piece of paper, like some bigger circles, some smaller circles, and then some even smaller ones. And the point here is to recognize that in the space of the paper or in the space of the mason jar, there is only a certain amount of space. We do not have infinite capacities to do all things all at once. We are, of course, humans or spiritual beings in a human experience. And Honoring where our priorities lie as they shift and grow and transform can really be empowering to hone in on that which is most important. So we're looking at the rocks, the big, large pieces of this piece of paper. Um, and you could have, you know, maybe a top three or four priorities. Um, that would be your rocks. So that would look like the things in your life right now that feel more important to you to really be focused on. Knowing that this can change and transform, but what's it look like for you right now? Pebbles, these are the things that feel less essential, though they are very supportive to our well-being. They are essential to our growth. They are very important to us, but perhaps not one of those main areas of focus in the current moment. For example, I would say um, for me, writing is a pebble, but it was a stone six months ago. Um, but then some things changed and it, it now it's not as big of a priority, but it's still very important to me. Um, but it has taken a little bit of a backseat. And, and I'm okay with that. I've made peace with that. This exercise actually helped me make peace with that. And then looking at sand. Sand, those are 
the nice to have things. Those are the bonus rounds. Those that is the the filler piece, right? Um, and these are things that are also um, they can be important to your well being. They can be things that you really enjoy. But right now, they are definitely not as much as a priority as the the pebbles and definitely the rocks. Steph and I actually did this with the Able podcast. Um, and I believe that we put our stones or the rocks as our friendship. That was the priority for us in the Able podcast. Um, and also helping people feel very resourced. Those were our stones. You know, I, our pebbles were around like regularly publishing and posting on social media. We wanted to do it, but our we wanted to center these other things. And then, you know, the sand was maybe reaching out. Um, and looking at future possibilities and, and working on some different design elements and these things that we wanted to do. Um, so that just gives you a little example of how we, in, in summary, had used this in our own practice. So you can do this, you could section it off in your life, you can do it with your whole life, right? We did it with the podcast, you could do it with your job, with your a relationship, um, and hope that felt also likes a tool that can really help empower you to see what matters to you. Um, and so with that being said, thanks for joining and tagging along on this experience. I am wishing you the most beautiful, amazing day and look forward to connecting with y'all again soon. Thank you. And remember, you're always able. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us today. We are grateful for your support. We invite you to like, subscribe, and leave us a review at Able Podcast, which can be found anywhere that you get your podcasts. Follow us on Instagram at Able Podcast, where you can learn more about us, our work, and our resources. Also, feel free to contact us at togetherweareabletoo at gmail.com or visit us at ablepodcast.org. And remember, you're always able. We love you so much. Bye.